are Squawking Dead. We were supposed to broadcast last night, but uh, you know, we just weren't up for it. We're covering the end of everything. We're joined by Carol, Meg, and Rachel, and I'm so happy to be here with you guys. And all you guys that jumped onto uh, Facebook and on the Instagrams, and I'm so happy, so thrilled to hear from you guys. We're covering a really important episode, another great bottle episode, akin to Close Your Eyes of last year, Truths Are Revealed. But before we continue, I'd like to first talk about some news in the ether um, that we're going to coalesce into this episode. And I'm speaking with my hands, Meg. Did you catch that? See, I, I, I do that sometimes. I am too. very proud of you. I'm kind of restraining myself right now. I know you should. You should. It's. A I'm like literally habit. have my arms crossed, <laughs> just so I don't do it. Um, so I think the I think the first thing we want to talk about though is the uh, is actually Meg, you came just came back from FanFest New Jersey. I did. Right? Yes, I did. So tell us uh, everything because I know you met a lot of people that we that even Squawking Dead like keeps in touch with like uh, Sun and Trope and um, like Tara McCormack and uh, uh, did you get, yeah. get to meet Tom who's in the chat right now who's in uh, Facebook chat right now? Mm, which one did Tom okay. dress up? You'll know because he dressed up as. Um, uh, one of Jenna Elfman's characters from one of the movies. Uh, it was oh like, my God! Yes, he was in my photo yes. Dog- Was it Dogma? He was the angel, right? Yeah. Yeah. It was. Was it Dogma? That's awesome. It was Dogma. It was. Yeah. It, it was. was it was a sight, and he even got a um, a shout out during the panel. So if you rewatch the live footage, um, you'll probably see that shout out. Oh man! And he's he's um, still getting shout outs by cast. Like uh, I I saw a few um, from Angel Theory. I saw. Um, um, and Jenna made a post about it too. Uh, yeah, uh, like a specific specific post for Tom so mm-hmm. uh, I, yeah by the way Angel Theory did shout you out um, on uh, on uh, Twitter by the way oh it's Can't Hardly Wait it's not Dogma yes yeah, oh it was Can't Hardly Wait <laughs> yeah he, he just told me yeah. now um, and so yeah and, and Angel Theory and Sydney um Oh, uh, what's her? She plays Cindy, but she's Sydney, and I Sydney forget Park. her last name. Sydney Park. That's right. That was a good shout out. Um, yeah, it was hilarious. Okay, so yes, so I know you ended up meeting all the people that we end up communicating with. Uh, so just yeah, go over it. I uh, met everyone from uh, the Walking Dead side because it was like they had all the Walking Dead and Fear cast on one side, and all the heroes and villains cast on the other, which I thought it was a really, really uh, way it was like divided. Um, I met everyone from the Walking Dead side except for Michael Rooker and Dan Fogler. Um, no offense to those who are diehard fans of them. I just had no desire to see them. Um, Why not? <laughs> I kind of is there like a personal vendetta? <laughs> no kidding. Uh, okay, I've never been a fan of uh, Fogler and Rooker. He did bump into me though, and he apologized. He's that kind of guy. <laughs> so Fogler. I was like, okay, you know, I kind of met him, but just not like I didn't pay for it. <laughs> right, you didn't wipe it off after you he bumped you. It's like I don't know. <laughs> I was just like, oh, okay. Want to shower tonight? <laughs> <laughs> I had, um, I think the best experience I had was probably with Lori Holden. Oh, awesome. Because we started talking about um, her latest movie, Dragged Across Concrete. And she told me that she's like, yeah, you know, I got to play a woman that had MS. And I shared a personal story with her because my mom actually has MS. So she immediately dropped the fact that she had a mile long line and she just talked to me for like 10 minutes straight. And she told me all the research she went to. It was research she went through for the role, so she didn't play just like a like a cliche MS uh, person or a person with MS. And it was it was phenomenal. It was the, probably the best money I spent the whole day. <laughs> That's kind of awesome. And then we yeah. did a uh, we did a photo op with her, where my friend Dave, who's an amazing, uh, he's like Greg, he learned from Greg Nicotero, or Greg inspired him, I should say. And he does this amazing dress up with the walkers. So we recreated the RV walker kill. Mm. Awesome. Um, but the lines the lines weren't long at all. So it was definitely a different vibe than most 
Walker Stalkers. Um, <laughs> so I don't know if it's just because people were thrown off that the date changed or if that they were just put off by all the drama happening or what. Um, so you can confirm but, the rumors that, that like it felt kind of empty. Yeah. Um, however, I did see James both days. James Frazier. Yeah, I saw pictures of him too, by the way. He was on his game. He was checking in with everyone. And you could tell that like he wanted to be there. It wasn't like other cons where I've heard people say that he was like, like I don't care. He was, mm-hmm. wanted to be there. He was doing his best to make sure that it was running smoothly. And yeah. I appreciated him for that. Yeah, and engaging with fans. Like I think I saw him take pictures with, um, oh, Con Wolf. That's right. On I saw him I'm in a few pictures. I tried to like say hi to him, but he just zipped past me. Because he could smell the media (laughs) a mile away. (laughs) Probably. (laughs) I don't know if anybody had gone to New Jersey last year, but the layout was so much better than it was last year. Mm. Um, Also, because of the fact there weren't really like any, there was no like JDM or Norman type level people there. So Mm. there wasn't a mile long line where they wound up only seeing platinum people. Mm. So everybody got in and out. There wasn't even really a need for, um, I got VIP. There wasn't even really a need for that. Like Mm. gold, right? Not that platinum stuff. Well, there's platinum, gold, VIP then uh oh, GA. Okay. I was okay. VIP. Um I think like by the second day there was no line on Judith's line or Kaylee's line I should oh, say. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, so like you were really able to get in, get out, do your thing. Huh. Good for fans, not so much for her. Not yeah. much for James. <laughs> yeah. But you know, even though there was like less people, it still had that whole like hopeful vibe that yes walker stalker and fan fest is going to come back yeah yeah i feel like they're they're slowly building on credit right now like you know in Mm -hmm. terms of you know trying to engage well i mean james engaging with people walking around is is good news i mean he's good morale yeah because he knows the people that are going there also believe in the project more or less and so they're they're already open-minded enough to do that like i see that's the thing i could I see most people hiding behind their keyboards. And and this is just not me putting people down. Um, But I see most people are hiding behind keyboards. And bashing it. And the most effective thing you could do um, to really kind of get in James' face, like, is to really go and talk to him. Mm -hmm. And really, you know, and first of all, have him log time. Have him explain to you directly. You know, if you really, really gave a crap. If you really gave a crap. And you you, you do give a crap about The Walking Dead and meeting your your stars and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Then just come up to him. And that's kind of what the whole... Q&A was all about too and if I'm not mistaken they're having a second Q&A with him oh okay that's good to know just I guess like more follow-up questions and ask what wasn't asked during the first one Mm, okay okay well I'm I'm eager to hear from that because that'll probably it'll probably give us more dates on people being paid back or maybe numbers Mm -hmm. maybe even some translucent translucent transparency like may probably translucency like uh, about the current state of Walker Stalker and and numbers people pay how many people got paid back are they in the black are they you know in the yellow yeah, anyway but um yeah carol i think we wanted you to go into comic-con comic-con san diego. Uh, the, the announcement from san diego comic-con actually yeah some of the news that came out today actually and art well i'm not completely on top of everything that's come out i just saw snippets and pieces but i did see that i think the panel for fear and for regular walking dead is july 19th you are correct and so that's very exciting because you know the trailer is going to drop for season 10 so and i think that they even talked about news that they were going to announce also i'm not sure if it's going to be in relation to the movies in relation to fear since obviously things are kind of 
coming together a lot, especially based on this episode. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see, but I'm I'm excited. Yeah, I like how some of the key art for um, San Diego Comic-Con, at least on the TWD side, it follows the hats that they produce for the cast. Mm -hmm. The black hats Mm -hmm. with the black stitching with the TWD cross logo. Mm -hmm. T T on the left, uh, was it T on the left, uh, W on the top, and D on the side. And and it's it's actually, I don't know if it's a stick, like Morgan stick. I thought it was an arrow, like from Norman's crossbows. Okay, then you got me on that one. So it's an arrow in in Michelle's katana. It forms the X. Uh, Oh, okay. wanted that hat when I went to Sonoy. I bid on that damn hat. I tried to charity. buy that hat online. Even on eBay, I couldn't get it. Oh, man. Because it, it was going for hundreds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh, my and God. It, and there's like a ceiling. Like, I, I, my last bid yeah. for that hat was like 260 I said, screw it. Wow. It, 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 it sold for, for like four. Hat? Yeah, it sold for four. It was oh. cool looking, too. Sheesh. Oh, and in case anybody wants to know, the, the hat that I'm wearing right now is from Brandon White. Uh, his Instagram, I think, is WV Brandon White. And mm-hmm. uh, so he just gave this to me because I had actually given him a squawking dead notebook available at the merch store <laughs> if you go to the website to plug it <laughs> squawkingdead.com you, you hit the main menu hit hey. merch and you're right there but um this hat uh comes comes with a nicely illustrated walker how about nice. that so you can own, cool. own that at his store i feel like we need a set of hands going like ooh, uh, ooh I, yeah. <laughs> I thought i just did that <laughs> where's where's vanna <laughs> like vanna you know like vanna very uh, like exactly <laughs> Uh, am I not, am I not good enough? Did you see the Fear of the Walking Dead 5B art and how people threw hands that skid mark wasn't on it? Yeah, I saw that. It was just... And then they immediately fixed it. Yeah, Johnny O'Dell fixed it. The guy yes. that does the uh, key art and stuff like that. He, yeah, he fixed it right away and I was just, I was beside myself. And then I started like trolling people too, by the way. <laughs> like, oh, like, by the way, the cat, it looks like Althea's punching the cat with her, with her fist Stop knives. It. And I'm like, I think that's animal cruelty. <laughs> and oh, like, no. I got... And one of the most like um, staunchly like animal protecting people that I know, Jessica T. Kaz at uh, on oh, Instagram. Oh, I love her. She was laughing about it, so I was like, okay, I'm in the, I'm in the clear now with the animal. It people. was her tweet that made me realize that Skid Mark was not in the first one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And th- then I even wrote, I'm like, oh my gosh, possible spoiler. <laughs> everybody prepare for a riot horrible <laughs> i think some shit's going down <laughs> if skid mark dies we riot end of story yeah well i'll take pictures you're you'll be like althea just recording it for a story this is like, i mean like okay <laughs> here's here's your scale um uh and this is just for people who feel things about this but like people who cried about trump winning, winning the election skid mark skid mark died <laughs> you you decide <laughs> Get, like i'm just imagining the images of everybody in the streets going no but is it about skid mark or is it about trump being elected <laughs> that lady at the inauguration i just see the one lady yeah i think it was a guy <laughs> oh it was a guy <laughs> but it, no this... i'm thinking of a lady oh, okay yeah, i'm thinking about the one... the one i'm talking about yeah you, but no, you I... know the, do you know the one i'm talking about the dude with the ski cap like on his knees going no at the inauguration i don't uh, remember that uh, one. i think it was at the inauguration but it was like the one that like conservatives stroll out like about how liberals are crying about trump being elected <laughs> and even i'll admit it like that oh my god that's really bad <laughs> it's just really bad i can't even make fun of it just so like uh but um anyway so beside all the political stuff so meg you you came across an article um kind of zeroing on in on the timeline based on the helicopter yes. and everything now 
now let me ask you right off the bat is this under the assumption that the same because this is going to make me crazy if this is true okay this is under the same assumption that the same helicopter that leaves this scene heads off to alex uh not alexander uh, is it alexander to yeah to pick up rick because um, if so i'm going to start whipping out a bazooka daryl style and um, killing a bunch of people <laughs> i didn't see anything about that in the article i read however i feel like it's one of those things that you can kind of interpret on your own you know, I don't. I, guess so. I don't think it was. I don't, I don't think, think it was either. only based on who's who was in thing. there. It right. was only Isabel in there. Yeah. Okay. And whoever was whoever came to rescue Jadis and Rick um, had two people. First of all, I'm pretty sure it was a, a man because she I was talking was a, yeah. on the radio. Yeah, exactly. Um, and they were on the helicopter. It could have been the one. So I think there were at least the two people. Yeah, yeah, there was a, there was a pilot, and then there was a tech. I think right, a medical yeah. tech. I think or there, something? there was at least two people on the helicopter that took Rick and Jadis away. The guy that was on the um with Isabel, that could have been the one flying the other helicopter to go get Rick. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, it's entirely possible. They could have a fleet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I'm not saying there's only one helicopter. Because what would happen if it crashed? Be a bunch. Yeah. You'd be screwed. Hell screwed. Yeah, but well, so let's zero in on the timeline because is the article based on that idea or? So it didn't give me, like I said, it didn't really give me vibes that yes, this is the only. Uh, helicopter and yes this is the one that it goes goes to rick like that was not the thought i got from it um so that's why i kind of feel like it's really based on your interpretation of the article however it gave a recap of kind of all the big points of the timeline to show like where fear is in the walking dead universe so like while day zero the outbreak hits in la in fear but day 59 um rick wakes up from his coma in walking dead but day 64 the damn breaks at the end of season three in fear right so kind of like bounces back and forth <laughs> and then it ends with um where like we're at the end of season nine with uh walking dead however it proves that i'll send if anybody wants this article um just hit That's me up on any social media platform at meg the geek and i will send it to you yeah um so it kind of proves that like jadis was interacting with the helicopter people for at least a year before we saw it in texas on fear um yeah i would i would wager more yeah yeah and then my theory about that they were like eight months behind Rick getting captured um, was pretty spot on. And so now Walking Dead is seven years ahead of Fear the Walking Dead. So basically until about the a next year. Uh, okay. time jump hits, regardless of the show. Mm, okay. Okay. So we're so as of now, we're like eight eight months behind Rick, eight, seven or eight months behind Rick getting picked up. Yes. At current, like in Fear of the Walking Dead universe. Yes. Okay. Okay. So assuming, it was kind of spot on. Assuming that this, maybe this is the same dude that thought of the, uh, or Dudette, that thought of the uh, the original theory on Twitter. Or is it, it written been. by, maybe? I don't know when this article came out. I just saw it on a um, on a forum and I was like, oh my God. So I'll, I'll put the link to that article in the description for this, for the, at least the YouTube and Facebook streams. Maybe not now, but I'll definitely when I'm done with the, with the episode, I'll just throw it on there really quick as a point. Um, but okay, let's talk about this episode. Why not? Yeah, sure. Okay. Okay. Being serious right now. Um, I need first impressions because Sharon from Australia found this episode boring. <laughs> Some people did react that way. I understand mm-hmm. though. You know? It's a setup and it's a bottle episode and not everyone take 
I mean, I kind of wanted to ask you first, actually. That's why. Yeah. Bottle episodes can sometimes tend to put off people because you're not getting a chance to see the full cast. And it tends to be very much about like the development of a particular relationship, a particular character. So, yeah, it's a little a little slower, but it's all about like what we're leading up to. Like we got a lot of very insightful information, you know, in this episode. But yeah, it's it's definitely a buildup and it's all information for us to keep in the back of our heads as we continue unraveling this uh what's going on here right. kind of vague very vague information though wouldn't you say? i mean yeah i, I mean still, we we got this much but i still don't know this much no we got this much and now our questions are this much yeah right. exactly yeah like once the answers we got yeah. gave me more questions basically what right. i said last week about the mystery box exactly. the yeah. mystery box formula you answer one question <laughs> but then you open up five more yeah, Which we exactly. probably won't get any answers to till the movies now, um, or maybe the mid-season finale. Yeah, and I think that's kind. Of, I think that was kind of the point. Yeah. I think they kind of, they kind of want to bury. I was is, is the right expression bury the lead. Bury the lead. Yeah. yeah, I mean they kind of wanted you to think that they were going to give up some of the goods, and they kind of did with respect to people who do not read the comics. They yeah. gave up the goods when it came to some of the information on what people definitely know and have heard of by now, which is like uh, essentially the Commonwealth NWO. The, all those people so they just think crm yeah. for now because i mean that's all you literally know from the maps and stuff like that so um yeah so i i think i think it d- draws you in on that level but on the whole other level there is insane character development on the part of althea and oh my god yes yeah and and also it does double duty of of doing kind of like a um kind of like a timeline flip to see things from Althea's perspective from the first episode because we're already right. in the fifth and Althea's been gone for several. So I like well, that they were able to tie that in. So yeah. not only did it show what she's been up to and catch her back up to present day, but it also like, you know, as a bottle episode and also a recap episode and plus an insight episode. So it was like multiple episodes in one, if I'm even making sense right now. Yeah, yeah. Because so you get pieces from the other episodes too. That's pretty powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, up to the like even the last frame, uh, last few frames mm-hmm. or last few scenes where with you Alf, with Alicia. Yeah, well, where you get the tie-in. Yeah, yes, with with Alicia, but also when she, when you see Sydney Lem and um, Isabel picking right. up the gas canisters, that is the scene oh, yeah. from the other perspective of is where it... Max and Andy were hiding out. Okay, that's what I thought, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, no, no, you're definitely spot on, and I had a feeling that they would do that too, yeah. like up to that moment, because I knew that we would see be seeing this this person, and then of course Meg, you and I know. Then, of course, they drop the bomb on who this person is before the episode airs. Still better about We're going to meet Isabel. Her name is Isabel. We're not. We're going to tell you it up front because she doesn't even reveal it until the, was it the so end of the episode? A surprise. Yeah, towards the end. Oh, it's frustrating. So who's played by Sydney Lemon? However, um, I at um fan fest i keep on wanting to call it walker stalker um jenna elfman did say that this episode was going to be huge and epic not just so much on the factor of fear itself but just in the greater grand scheme of the walking dead universe and she was spot on with it so let's talk about that because i i'm on the i'm on the fence about that after seeing this episode because i I might as well address it now because um do all of you feel that way like in terms of this episode being like an entryway into the greater uh, Walking Dead universe, like Walking Dead, probably movies, etc. Do you feel that um, way after this episode? Not initially. No, no, I wouldn't. That wouldn't be my my first thought. I mean, I could see how it could lead into that, but that's not how it left me feeling at the end. No. Hmm. 
Okay. But why, I guess, is the question. Um, I don't, I, I'm not going to say the episode was boring, but it, you know, like we said, it was a battle episode and it was kind of slower and I don't know. I don't know. I just really want more answers in this, in the season. I don't want, I don't want to wait for the movies. <laughs> <laughs> I want my CRM now. Yeah. But I mean, it makes sense. You know, there's got, they got to give us a reason now to want to watch the movies later. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I kind of feel, felt that with too terrible. What did you, what did you think in terms of the greater do you think do you think there was a payoff necessarily or was it kind of like a thud it was a, a, a thud i don't think it was necessarily like a big payoff because it's like we talked about like i mean you're just kind of left i mean yeah you got confirmation of like okay there is a much bigger entity beyond just like little communities whatever there's a much larger entity that has fleets and you know basically soldiers and and electronics and watches and synchronization and re- reclamation teams and you know they have processes and systems and they make beer and coffee and like, machines and <laughs> vocabulary <laughs> yeah they have keurigs <laughs> We'll find that out too. You know, didn't they like, talk about that in season one of Walking Dead too? Like what they miss? They? Oh, I don't know. Uh, wow, that would be an insane. Uh, yeah, down by the by the river. Yeah, yeah. So they're kind of like yeah. Ha- Andrew and Carol and uh, oh, and, that's uh, right with the washboard. Jackie, yeah, we're, we're talking about the things they miss. I totally cut you off there. It just popped up. No, my but head. that is funny oh, though. Like, well, this community's got cure eggs, I'm sure. <laughs> And so, <laughs> well, we talked about it on the previous episode. That's why I brought it up. But yeah, but I, I, I feel like we got somewhere, but we're still kind of like, okay, I, I don't know what this means, where this story's going, you know, anything. I don't know yet. So I'm sort of like, I felt like okay, like I wasn't necessarily disappointed with the episode. It wasn't like right. that. Like I, I didn't walk away feeling like, oh, this is this was boring, or, or you know, this episode sucked. Like I didn't feel like that. <laughs> Blues. Yeah. yeah. I didn't feel like that. I just right. felt like this was okay. This right. is a setup for something else. Uh, well, a question to kind of make you feel a little bit better about that is do you feel like that was the smart play, though? Like to kind of slow burn or slow drip the information? Because I don't think they want to blow this group's wad on Fear the Walking Dead. No, and I understand that. I just, as long as they don't drag it out too long, I think as long as they do it in a wise way. I think it can be, I think it makes sense for something that it's of this caliber, then yes, like you, you can start dropping hints of like, okay, there's there, this, this storyline is interweaving between these two universes. It's bigger than just beyond fear, just beyond walking dead. There's a bigger entity that is beyond, you know, either one of these little universes, which is fine. But, you know, as long as like, it's not like, okay, we saw, you know, we met Isabel and the helicopter people, like, you know, maybe we'll find out, you know, next season, maybe in the movies. I don't know. You know, like that's where like, you know, that's going to be an issue. But as long as they continue to develop it accordingly, then I get it. Then fine, you know. Yeah. And as to much frustration of everybody else, I mean, I I would say that that's the right play to make. And then all the while you get this character development, like you get what you can't, you get what you paid for in, in the cost of entry, which is Fear the Walking Dead development and and the overall right. here and now story arc, you know? Right. I think it's just one of those things that, you know, we're so hungry for that information because we've been seeing these helicopters for a while now. I mean, Forever. yeah, it's it's been like this underlying thing. It was on the poster for last season of Walking Dead. Like they right. showed like, you know, the Capitol building and then there's a little helicopter in the corner. And here we have fear, <laughs> the poster, and it's like, there's the helicopter. It's like, well, I get it. Well, we I saw just, it. 
<laughs> we saw it as early as last year. Remember when Rick yeah. was heading to the junkyard? Yeah. And it, and it, to talk to Jadis, see yep. if he can get her over. Yeah. And Negan, and, and when Negan was in with Jadis, it's yeah. like, and, you know, obviously the helicopter there. So it's like we keep seeing the helicopter. We all thought we were going crazy too. When Rick saw it, we're like, did <laughs> we he, it was oh, was it the phone call again? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Talk to Lori. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah. Oh no, I was Now Lori's on the helicopter. He's flying the helicopter. Something that pisses me off that they're doing though with fear is, okay i mean i may be in the minority with this i get that you know they had the helicopters introduced with walking dead taking rick and now they're kind of showing it here it's just kind of pissing me off that they're using fear to piggyback the movies maybe piggyback's the wrong word but using it to project what the to movies boost, are going to be to like yeah to boost board, it yeah. thank you boost it hmm. it's just let it be its own entity let it do it let them do their thing i think that's why they're doing it though i mean hmm. the ratings for fear aren't aren't what the walking dead are right that's true so they, they need yeah. the extra ratings and a so less. Not this that bad, is maybe though. maybe a way to draw more viewers and say storylines as long as it doesn't take over and like they'll eventually you know go their separate ways and go back to the fear that we know <laughs> well there's a larger see i knew well, i was gonna wind up talking with my hands <laughs> <laughs> it's not that bad at least it's not in your face like this like, you know yeah you you've you've restrained them to the sides you're like because i'm afraid i'm gonna hit the face. mic <laughs> yeah, well, i can't like hey guys no fear <laughs> Um, no, but there's a there's a larger purpose to them not doing that, and that's obviously because of like the heavy subject of the whisperers, mm-hmm. and then losing all those people. Could you really honestly handle? I mean, not to say that they haven't done this before, but could, do you think the narrative? Do you think the fans could really handle another arc? You know, one that like, and how does that weave in properly? You know what I mean? So, true. And then Maggie's yeah. not there yet, and you've got this grieving Carol. You've got Lydia, who I mean, we're kind of getting on the right footing, for, and then we have Negan, who is turning out to be kind of an ally i mean i understand why they're doing it like with fear i'm just not really i mean i'm enjoying it don't get me wrong i'm just kind of pissed that they're using it to boost this personal gain almost i I think i hear hear you i don't think it's that though well i mean i just don't i guess i just don't agree i can see how you would say that though i honestly do 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 you think the promotions should be more on the walking dead then instead you mean for the movies or the yeah like how how should how would how would you what other way would they promote it i honestly like i said that's actually a really good question because you you actually stumped me for once um i don't really know maybe like just have maybe like maybe webisodes because they kind of stopped in the webisodes doing those that is a good point i mean at least in terms of stopping doing the webisodes like haven't done that in a while I miss them. Yeah. I never watched any of them. No, I never did either. But what, okay, but I recommend think... watching the Fear the Walking Dead webisodes. You mean like the Red Machete and no, um, that's Flight. Flight. Oh, and Flight, Flight, um, Flight keep... 482 or 462 or something. Yeah, yeah. Because it that ties into an episode of Fear the Walking Dead in season two. Remember yeah, the episode exactly. with the plane crash? And, yeah. Um, what, ties in with that. Yeah. Yeah. I forget and something answer. as early as season one, too. Yeah. Yeah. I just couldn't. They, they'd only show you like one minute at a time. And that irritated me beyond belief. <laughs> if yeah, you go on too. YouTube, you can watch the whole 16 minutes at once. Yeah, well, I that... was waiting for the whole thing to be done. And yeah. then I totally forgot about it. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's worth That's checking out. It'll answer some questions. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, I just wish that character would stay around. I really like that character from Fear. Okay, it's funny you mentioned that. You mean Alex? <laughs> Alex, yes, that's right. Okay, it's funny you mentioned that because I actually wrote my notes for this uh, episode that I, I definitely think we're going to see Isabel in the Walking Dead movies, and I was kind of hoping that we will see Alex, too. 
because she definitely seems like she'd be worthy of the helicopter ride. Mm. Okay, after being stranded out in the middle of sea, and if exactly. she survives, exactly, she, she survived that much. She's definitely not an A or B. She's something special. What if she runs the whole thing? What if she's the Commonwealth? Stop it. <gasps> Wait, that would be I like justice, up. though, by the way. Okay, so if you watch the, um, see, this is why you got to watch it. Um, so there's this character, Alex, who pretty much is the only, in the end, she's really like the only survivor of the flight. And oh. that's, she, we, we meet her in that episode of Fear with mm-hmm. the plane yeah. crash. I remember And her. then they leave her stranded. Well, oh, yeah. she's on, this is when the, when the main group is on the Abigail and they're out in sea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, so they pick up the dinghy with her and her, Alex and this other person who got sick. Was it her brother? No. No, it was just a kid that was supposed to fly. Like his mom was supposed to be on the flight with him and he couldn't. He was severely injured. Right, right. And so, yeah. And he's like near death, basically. Oh my God, so near death. And so they, they decide to kick her off the boat because, you know, ain't nobody good time for that. <laughs> basically. <laughs> Damn it, it was another time. It was another time. It was the old strand, kind of, yeah. sort of, maybe. Go on. The new strand. Anyway, sorry. It's John Mayer on, on you. Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I'd highly recommend that too. And I, I do like, and somebody had said, oh, no, this may be the old showrunner, and I can't remember who it was, but somebody said, like, oh, we will see Alex again or something. And I'm like, I did read that. Yeah, I don't think so. It'd be cool, but I don't know. Me neither. Yeah. Um, but do you think it was a smart move, though? Like, to, to... I mean, it's not even a matter of, like... Yeah, I guess it is a pain in the butt. Like, some sometimes you feel like, you know, the movie should be springboarding off of The Walking Dead. But, like, if from, like, a, a, a tactic to get people to, A, watch fear, and, and maybe even from a narrative tactic... Do you think it's smarter to wrap up, um, to wrap in the Commonwealth in um, Fear the Walking Dead? As long as it doesn't take over, I'm okay with it. I don't think it will. And that's why, that's why I'm not so pissed that we didn't get more from, from yeah. them this episode too. To just kind of introduce the Commonwealth? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Well, here's the, here's the thing. And it wouldn't be totally unlike AMC to throw a wrench in everything that we think. Um, Isabel actually said something that made me second guess whether or not this is even the Commonwealth at all. Um, and she okay. said she made Made it. She, she told Althea that 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 they were a secret. Nobody's even supposed to know that they're around. Mm-hmm. And that they kill anyone who is willing. To yeah, get that in their stuck way. with me because Commonwealth is a huge community. They take people in. So why why is she part of the secret and killing people when people are a resource? They would bring them back to the Commonwealth and put them to work. So that that stuff. That comment stuck with me. Mm, yeah. No. And I I kind of I would have to agree because I really don't know. But if that's the case, <laughs> do you think I guess maybe there's a question for Carol. Do you think that maybe this is narrative change to how these people are? In the comic book, the first contact is made through via walkie-talkie, kind of like the way we ended season nine of The Walking Dead and you hear like, like the voice over the walkie-talkie and whatever. So in the comic book, like that's how the contact gets made, but they're very resistant about like where they are revealing too much until they feel that they're, they feel they can more or less trust, you know, the Alexandrians. And even then when they do eventually meet, they don't meet at this, at the place. They kind of give them another location as like a meeting point. I mean, they do want more people, but they are very protective and selective in terms of who is allowed to join their community. So, so it sort of does fit with the narrative. It does kind of sort of fit. I mean, you can you can still say that it's kind of going along the narrative. Um, so, I think it's still still consistent. So, would that I'm fit still, with the whole A B theory as far as who they choose to go? It can be. I mean, because in the comic, it is about like 
almost sort of like a caste system sort of idea of like, how productive can you be to our community? You know, Mm -hmm. I, I, so it could maybe apply from the whole, like, are you an A or you B? I don't necessarily know what constitutes A versus what constitutes B, but it could be, it could be part of it. It's like, are you- When they give you jobs in the Commonwealth based on what you did before. Right. That's how they sort of tier it. Mm -hmm. Which, which, by the way, if you think about that, isn't that like the antithesis of what The Walking Dead is all about? Like, it's like the exact opposite. Exactly. Like the whole basis Mm of why we- What you did before doesn't matter now. Yeah. I mean, you, you're, right. you're, you weren't even hacking it before. You right. Know? And so now that you're in the apocalypse, you're doing, you're like the best version of yourself or something. Well, Carol is the prime come... example of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She was battered housewife and now she's just battering Badass. people. Badass. <laughs> <laughs> Carol, yeah, Daryl, he was kind of an odd thing mm-hmm. in this universe. And then mm-hmm. like he comes to this and he's like, oh, wow, this is my game. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Like, this is fine. Well, Daryl went from a loner to a family man. To boot. Mm-hmm. He learned to accept people and to trust other people. Right. It wasn't him against the world. Talk about yeah. evolution. Yeah. Taking it back to beginning of season nine. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, let's talk about the specifics. Um, because like, uh, so there's a big, there's a big section like where um, Althea tries to contact Morgan via the helicopter radio. Right. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that it's kind of like the questions, the mystery box thing is like at the beginning of the episode, there are three questions. Like who's the lead that, that she mentions in the beginning? Like they, they say, Oh, are you the lead? And it was like, no. Uh, what is the non hostiles? You know, there was a breaching protocol what was that breach um is the payload secure and this one like had bells and whistles going off in my head and then like and she says yes and as we go through the episode i'm like i'm putting a pin in here here and here (laughs) i'm gonna come back to this note um but we do find out that the that the lead was her partner um who went uh who wanted to go mia and then eventually became kia um because of the radioactive walkers uh you've got Mm -hmm. the non-hostiles which is like um so what is the breach and protocol and then you find out the breach and protocol is really beckett um he was freaking out about the radioactive walkers and her she was actually sorry she was the breach and prototocol because she decided not to kill him right away mm-hmm. um which is what she was supposed to do um and is the payload secure and this is probably i don't know if this is the one i really want to focus on more but um but the water purifier from the nuclear plant yes yeah mm. that's what she was sent to, to pick up now the reason why i'm bringing this up is twofold is because one if you're not taking notes on the episode it's there's a possibility that you some of these things are harder to follow because right. you're kind of so dazzled by like the the character narrative you know what i mean like there's there's so much meat when it comes to emotions and the interplay between isabel and althea that like you'll miss like the finer points like that and so i guess there is a question somewhere here and that really i mean i would start with probably um i would really just go with the water purifier like do you think that's true first of all like if if you're gonna raid a nuclear power plant is the water purifier the thing you want Mm-hmm. I see all of you don't pass half of you seem that. to not buy it at least yeah. there's more to I would, the story I would pass on that yeah I think it was a cover <laughs> okay okay I believe it <laughs> three against one let's see how this rolls out would, would, would you drink from that <laughs> yes it's the commonwealth they have Keurig <laughs> <laughs> would you drink from a Keurig answer yes end of podcast <laughs> mic drop until next time. Yeah, no, because I mean, I think we all assume that like it's, there has to be something to do with the, the nuclear reactor. Now, the question also is like, 
do you think that they had she had anything to do with what happened at all in this thing because it's going to lead to a bigger question down to the end of the episode but um yeah do you think do you think they just walked into a shitstorm isabel oh, well isabel and her partner i guess oh. or or did they cause the shitstorm oh mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a little bit of both maybe based on okay oh don't make me go into that based on nothing <laughs> but no i get i get it it's a feeling i think maybe it was kind of the shit show was slowly starting and maybe they added to it because nothing's ever perfect in the apocalypse we all know that nothing lasts forever well i guess a better question would be is then did our group like make uh, make a shitty situation worse don't they always with that plane crash <laughs> yes yes they do but then they make yeah. it better than before somehow maybe yes or, and no. at least make up for it yeah yeah so i don't know but it's just and it's worth kind of keeping in the back of your mind you know as you continue to watch the season i guess um yeah oh so one thing that i noticed right away that we didn't really get a good look of before is that you get to see the uniform during the day yes and you get yeah. to see can some we talk the, about that uniform please yes some of the details so by the way i found out that the rings they're they're called um boromian rings so it's uh b-r b-o-r-r-o-m-e-a-n if you want to look it up but yeah that's that's the pattern so uh but yes let's talk about this thing because uh do you believe this bullshit <laughs> <laughs> about not getting bit if you okay, have jacket so on. my first no, theory with the whole not getting bit yeah like when al was like kind of quote-unquote getting bit yeah it reminded me of um walking dead i think it was the season four mid-season finale with tara's niece getting attacked by the mud walker oh how like he crawled out of the mud bam got her this time the walker's crawling out of the dirt and kind of doesn't really get her mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what are your feelings um i want that suit badly for any cost future costlies <laughs> i can imagine it's not it can't be that hard to make it can't be that light either no but you know good things aren't easy you know um i don't think it's i don't think it's real right well i mean well, not, i think not that i don't think it's real it's a bad way to put it but you don't think real? That's, you're not suspending your disbelief <laughs> like i don't feel like it's all it's cracked up to be like okay maybe that was just like a glitch that maybe okay it worked that time but there's no foolproof anything i mean if, it almost seemed like althea was like trying to like like antagonizing test it, it out almost like <laughs> yeah. mm. i think the show was kind of testing it get out through this <laughs> i dare you i double dog dare you i dare you to bite me yeah one of the things <laughs> that i like even wrote was like do, do the do the cable like i guess there because there are co- there's copper wiring obviously so there's some sort of copper weave or copper nickel or steel weave or something like that to kind of prevent them from fully clamping down right mm-hmm. so the like Kevlar. i'm but yeah yeah and so i'm wondering also like does that does that that weave facilitate like whatever powder that she's pouring on her in the pouring rain uh pouring on her <laughs> partner and then lighting him on fire because like that would be kind of cool actually <laughs> Like mm. how the suit makes it more flammable. So like, yes, you are waterproof, but like, if you're trying to fight a fire, please don't. You will you will instantly <laughs> light up. Highly thought, flammable. Yeah, Highly the, flammable. the thought amuses me actually. Like, but what if that's like a cool like kill switch too? Like, what if they have remote kill switches on these people that instantly fry them? Oh my gosh! <laughs> like, it's like an ejector seat, but for fire. Yeah, you breach protocol, and then like spontaneous <laughs> combust. Yeah, and they electrocute them so hard that like they burst into flames. <laughs> That's like how a vampire goes outside during Sorry. the daytime. <laughs> yeah, exactly, kind of like that, except horrible, horrible. Like it's all electrocution. Oh god. <laughs> 
sick. Um, yeah, yeah. So I thought the suits were cool now that we could see them at, during the light, too. Um, I mean, not as kind of like, you know, not stormtroopery, which is kind of like not real. Like, if you really, really think about, like, mm-hmm. you know, the stormtroopery suits that are in the comic, this seems more legit. Plausible. Yeah, like on the level, you know? It seems easier to move around in. Also, not yeah. bright. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I mean, there's nothing brighter than white with, like, orange decals, like, in the front. <laughs> yep. It's like, it's and not, super shiny. Yeah. It's not like a Corvette. <laughs> it's, it's more like a, like a Honda, like a Honda Accord. It's like, it's like, like blends yeah, exactly. In. Blends into the background. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're not supposed to see them. Yeah. I mean, speaking of seeing, by the way, like, what do you think this bitch sees with the helmet on? Okay, because like, I gotta know. I gotta know. Just like, like two it, little slits. Yeah. Is, are there, or is it like a HUD or something like that with like night vision and shit? Because I really want to know. Um, based on everything that we kind of duct tape all over it. Yeah, that's what oh, it looked yeah. like. Well, based on the whole thing with like you know how we were joking before about like the Keurig and such, they'd probably pull some like Tony Stark shit and just have like all electronic <laughs> grid, like a map of like where to go. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Or awesome. like or like the Predator, like where it's. Like, I was all, gonna say Predator, yes. right? Infrared. <laughs> totally. <laughs> that would be that would be at, at least bit like kind of cool. Yeah. It wouldn't really help with walkers though, right? Because they'd be cold. Exactly. Because <laughs> they're dead. You'd be screwed. <laughs> okay. Yes, we're dumb. That's true. We're, we're just absolutely stupid. <laughs> You're absolutely right, Rachel. <laughs> Points to you. I bow. Sorry, guys. No, Bow-down. yeah. Smash your dreams. It's good to be disappointed. <laughs> oh, no predator. <laughs> so I have a question. Yeah. What, Eric? I have theories on this. What did you guys think of the episode title in regards to what actually happened? Because like it's like the end of everything. Oh, that, she's was ref- a, that was pretty extreme. Right? Right, yeah. yeah. It, it, it was it, too like- obvious that she was going to die. Like, there was no way she was going to die. Mm-hmm. So my theory was that it was going to be like the end of everything as we knew it, because the, the real introduction of the helicopter. Like where shit gets real? <laughs> kind of. Like, oh, we're used to getting like little teases about the helicopter here and there, but this is the first time we really got to like see the helicopter and kind of get more details, even though we have a lot more questions. So it's kind of the end of the little facade that we knew of the helicopter hmm. in a way i i don't blame you because i that was my gut like reaction when i when i heard the title finally which i didn't hear until way later on and so like I, I didn't really think about it but i was thinking okay somebody's gonna die at least mm-hmm. and since it is bottle episode with althea i was like maybe <laughs> i don't know it didn't make me think of anything until after the episode um and then and then the only thing and this was really stretching that i could relate it to was um the bog tape so the, okay. that was we found out from the beginning of everything which maybe for Althea, althea was the end of everything when she we find out she abandoned her brother i assume like the end and, of her old life yeah like that that tape was the end of everything for althea hmm. that's a really good observation oh i mean the the direct reference is like kind of a stretch <laughs> yeah well the no, direct I... references is like is to the to basically the zombie apocalypse like that's right, the yeah. end of everything mm-hmm. but maybe there is something to that though because i mean isabel's the one who says it and really like when things fell it feels like and we don't know how she was you know contacted by this group but like it seemed like the moment she joined it the moment her present was over Mm -hmm. and she lived for the future only you know so Mm -hmm. that's her end of everything you know but however if you talk about the end of like with like the zombie apocalypse it kind of ties into what rachel just said like the end of al's old life 
but I don't think she. Kind of everybody's that's old the thing. Life, she, but yeah. she never stopped living her old life. That's no, the thing. but with the brother and the tape. Oh, well, I guess. So. I mean, it's all just the- theories. Well, I guess it's like the irony, right? Like Isabel, Kinda. Isabel's life was over, but her Althea never let hers go because yeah. letting it go would mean letting go of her brother, or or her brother's mm. death meaning nothing. But then she so did kind of let go by opening up at the end. Yes, exactly. And I, yeah, I definitely want to get into that because. Oh my funny. god, we have to. Yeah. That tape was also number seven. So yeah. are we going to see one through six at some point here? Yeah, because there's like 10 I or 12 so. or something. I think there's, no, I'm sorry. There's eight, I believe. Oh, I thought and there was only seven. I'll have and to look back. that was only number seven. We took, well, no, I'm saying in total. Of the bog, though? Y- yeah. Yeah. And I, I did what, record the one we it last. was just seven. Yeah, exactly. They're, they're, mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember seeing the lockbox and I, I remarked on it last um not last season, but like uh, in the episodes twenty-eight or thirty or something like that. Yeah, I should I should have blogged about it because I had a, I did, I definitely took a screen cap, but I just never posted it or anything. But um, but yeah, there's a whole set of them. Yeah, but I guess seven was the relevant piece of like how exactly things went down. And what's really good about that, and I might as well get into it now. But um, what's really good about that it does follow. It does give us more information on season one. Like, yeah. why was the military? Yeah. Why was the national? I guess it was the National Guard. Why were they so weird? Mm-hmm. You know, it's because when things were starting to go down, people were starting to see, oh, this could be a, an opportunity for a power grab, you know? Oh my and so, God, I didn't even think that. Yeah, yeah. Well, what what's going on in the tape, we might as well talk about it now, is like, what's going on in these tapes is like, it, it illustrates, and this is what Althea is holding on so tightly to, because it has to mean something, like that the that the National Guard and the Army were facing off, and they were shooting at each other, and Althea's in the middle trying to capture all this. Yeah. You know, and she leaves her brother to get this story and never gets to say goodbye and then finds out. I guess she must have found out later that her brother died. Her brother. What was that? We, We know if you don't see a body, they're not dead. Well, she it's, she seems to feel like she knows, you know what I mean? Like she she confirmed, or she's this. she's convinced herself. No, but think about it. Remember how she kept saying that like this is the story that's meant to be told, right? So what right. if she thinks once the world kind of goes back to how, it, or she hopes that the world goes back to how it was, that she could tell the story about the paragraph? Or not even then. Like maybe this story matters because it set, it it tells us how things went down so fast too. Mm-hmm. You know, because it seems like this happened all over. I don't know where Althea's from. But if it's anything like what happened in L.A., that is bananas. Mm-hmm. That's a part of the situation. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy. Um, yeah. But yeah. I, and I love that narrative because, I mean, it makes you think like what could be so important? You know, what what is this thing that's been driving Althea throughout her entire arc, like from season four? And in the bog, you do see the literally those tapes in season four, like a whole mm-hmm. set of things labeled the bog one, two, three, four, seven, etc. And we asked that from the beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, this is important. This is this here. This is important. <laughs> and then we don't get to it, get to it until the next season. Um, but I guess I guess we got what we kind of wanted to. We got a bit of a backstory, which is interesting because I, I, I was almost convinced that we weren't going to. Yeah. Yeah. And so and in a way more. OK, tell me if you didn't get these vibes like the same vibes you got when you saw Negan and Gabriel in the trailer and Negan was kind of giving Gabriel some of the goods like in a way you're getting you're getting what you well what you're finally looking for with Negan's like oh man I was bad to my wife and etc etc I was like a gym teacher or something like that PE mm-hmm. because I felt like yeah. we were getting that with Al also I felt like we were getting pellets and we wanted the meal <laughs> with Negan too yeah I, that, yeah exactly yeah, yeah exactly but that's the thing I guess they're converting 
from Fear the Walking Dead where you get a full backstory before you get into the meat of who you're going to be. But I guess that's the thing. Like, what, what's, yeah, maybe that that is really interesting because you do not get anything from Althea until right now. And mm-hmm. it looks like now you're getting finally post-apocalyptic Althea mm. because she's kind of deferred. And this is something I kind of brought up in my notes too. It's like, you're getting a whole bunch of deferred Althea and you're, and you're getting a whole bunch of other things too, like Morgan talking about how it took him too long to leave and Dwayne gets hurt as a result mm-hmm. you got John no man is an island in his cabin alone you know waiting you know and then only realizing later that everybody's dead in his town waiting too long to leave his, his fucking cabin uh, you have you have um, Naomi Laura June um, waiting a little too long <laughs> to uh, to get her child uh, the antibiotics are taking too Aww. long to get back which is really sad but you know but, she, but again you're talking to, about a person who's used to running you know um, yeah and there's a whole bunch of other people like even Madison to a certain extent like Madison waiting it out in the diamond instead mm-hmm. of leaving you mm-hmm. know that's really sad so I think she true. just had her hopes built built up like I built this community this is going to be home I will do whatever it takes to make it survive yeah and we all know how that turned out mm-hmm. it was a really sweet place I, I had to try to fight for it too yeah and no, that was I, my favorite settlement it I was agree. good yeah I agree, and I think that's the thing. Like, it's it it, may, it does make me think that these themes are recurring, and they're, and they're kind of bringing it up specifically here. And Grace, of course, Grace. We meet Grace, and she. It took her too long to realize <laughs> that there was no point in keeping this thing up. Let's put the rods in the cooling water and just call it a day. But no, and then people got hurt, mm-hmm. and people died, and they brought in more people, and they died. You know, so they're gonna they're gonna go through this in the season, I guess. I kind of do want to get into like the like the exact things that she does tell Althea about the Commonwealth and it's like it's bigger than all of us outside is the past you know basically what they're living in is the past and what they're living in is for the future right Mm -hmm. and what did you think when she said Al you don't want to go there I'm kind of looking for Carol on this one yeah Yeah. (laughs) I was like yes I caught that oh god I how did that make you feel when you when you heard that? It's very ominous. Yeah. It's like, especially like to say like, you don't want to go there, but here's a beer that we have from our brewery <laughs> over there. And like, you know what I mean? It was like, it was so interesting because it was like, no, you don't want to go there, but we're rebuilding and like, we're the future and we have all this stuff, but you don't want to go there. <laughs> so I, 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 I was like, hmm, like, is she kind of warning her that like, because it isn't, it, it is kind of like in the comic, this sort of kind of place that's sort of like uh, kind of masked as like, it, it's not masked as like the happiest place on earth. But you know what I mean? It's one of those places that's very, uh, in the way that it just seems like this ideal society, not really under, not really with the Alexandrians, not understanding the undercurrent of right. what goes on in order to upkeep and maintain this thriving society society um human so, barbecue like terminus no i'm kidding oh god no because <laughs> well, bad what you said about alexandrians how they didn't really understood what happened beyond the walls right so it kind of ties in with that too right yeah, yeah. i guess there is like a they were just like blind version yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah but well actually what did the rest of you think about um about that proposition like like when isabel says you don't want to go there to um to althea like what kind of made you what were you thinking what, along the lines of what she was saying? So Al's defiant. She followed, She bar- uh, marched to the beat of her own drum. So I feel like when she hears, you don't want to go there, that's just her being like, okay, I want to go there. <laughs> well, now I want to go there more. Exactly. Like when you tell a kid, don't touch the wet paint, they're going to touch the wet paint. <laughs> so I'm going to lick it. <laughs> getting what you can't have. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. I uh, was confused. It, it yeah. confused me when she said that because this is a place that she's fighting for, that right. she plans to go back to. Um, but then telling Althea not to go, I'm like, what? what? Yeah. Why? It, it, it kind of reminds me of Star Trek, I'll, I'll be honest. Like, if you think about, like, Star Trek, how every episode had, had to kind of wrap it up. Like, every time Captain Kirk would make out or other stuff with, like, some alien chick or girl thing person, <laughs> um, you get this kind of like, well, it's time to go. See you later. No long-term attachments. I can do that, you know. And so there was a bit of that going on, too. Ooh. Oh, and, and Steph says, you see what Steph says? Uh, freakish order? Uh, she yeah. Says, it's as if they're experimenting on people or something. Hmm. That's a possibility. I guess we'll find out. And she's afraid that Al would be a... An, yeah, a guinea yeah, pig. An experiment. She knows she's safe because she's a soldier. But if Althea shows up... She would just... Yeah. No guarantee. Maybe that's... If that t- does tie in... Hmm. Bees? Well, we kind of know it does. That could be what the bees are. I know we never really got a clear answer on what an A mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. but one of them could be experiments since they took one could be useful Rick. in the community. Because how they said Rick is now a B, that's they interesting. Be like, oh, do an experiment, and then he breaks out. And well, the more you guys are like AMC, call us. We got theories. <laughs> The more the more you guys are talking about, the more I'm thinking about like how okay, so maybe the B's are more safe because they have a they have a specific function, but the A's like anything goes. Like you could be like a superhuman type almost. You could be an experiment, or you can be a leader, or you can be this or that. But the B's seem, which makes me think like, oh, is this like a communist society where the proletariat lead or something like that, or the proletariat are safe? Anything goes in the apocalypse. Yeah, oh, the Felicia Wright saying like 1984, or like it's basically like The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So there you go. Yeah. Go go figure folks oddly um, enough somebody was dressed as a handmaid at, at the fan con- fest. At which the makes sense it's a fan it's a so imagine fan like if it does wind up tying into that oh you know what you should do meg like you what? should dress up with the with the crm uniform with but with the handmaid's tails bonnet <laughs> you know or like a red version i would pass out from sweating <laughs> oh no kidding now I definitely how hot it is under that costume yeah but like I said, there's copper wire, so you can make an air conditioning suit, you know? So you're going to foot the bill and make it for me, right? Well, I mean, you have to drive the prototype before I give it to my wife. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. What are you, about uh, five, five, right? <laughs> you're kind, not even five foot. Are we all like, well, I think, what, Rachel, you're the tallest uh, you one, right? That's, that blows my mind. I'm not taller than anyone I know. How tall are you? than everyone. up, so you can't even get an idea. They grow them pretty tall in Michigan. I'll say that How much. How tall are you, Rage? Um, I, t- okay. <laughs> this is one of those things like age. <laughs> and like, should we not talk? Uh, talk again? Kind of. Technically, I'm only five foot three and a half, but I tell everyone I'm five foot four. Ooh, I'm five foot three and a half. Yes. Okay, Meg and I, Meg, I'm five foot two. You're I'm four eleven. Really? Oh, I, yeah. <laughs> oh, I, like I see re- everybody gives that same reaction. Carol, like Lisa, she's, remember Lisa? She's, yes, she's tiny. She's, she's my roommate. Tiny. Yeah, oh, still tiny. Can you imagine how this group photo in Atlanta is going to be? <laughs> okay, everybody in height Meg's order. in the front. <laughs> I'm used to it. Hey, I used to be. I used to be the shortest. So yeah, I'm usually in the front because I'm always the shortest. <laughs> <laughs> see again they, so, so you're the shortest in michigan i know that for sure <laughs> like yeah they grow them so tall in michigan i swear okay, to god comparison i'm the same height as snooki okay truth <laughs> so just a little comparison there oh man and i don't know how I tall met, jaywow is but i imagine she's I pretty tall like yeah. isn't snooki like up to jaywow's boob like well i've like, actually seen jaywow a bunch of times because of okay, where I, I live um and she's pretty tall mm. okay wait is that with or without heels 
flip flops. Dang, son. Oh, okay. I mean, to me, anyone over five foot is tall. So, yeah, like, you I guys mean, are all giants yeah. to me. I'm used to looking up at everyone too. Yeah, you'll be looking at yeah. like my eyebrow. That's not, you know, <laughs> that's not any. <laughs> I'm not that much taller than you. I'm three inches taller than you. <laughs> I am getting older now, so I may have <laughs> shrunk. That you know, I saw that in your face. You're like, I, you know, technically, <laughs> I'm three and a half. <laughs> I know. But technically, I'm 5'3", because we're getting older. Yeah. It's called osteoporosis. I've probably, I've, I've probably lost a half an inch. Yeah. I, I Jesus, think I, I'm going to be 4'8 by the time I die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucked. Oh, yeah. my husband's aunt is like 4'2", maybe. I don't Whoa. know. She's a little, little lady. I hope to Guys, be able- this is a great Fear this the Walking a- Dead recap. <laughs> and, because now yes. I'm thinking of us in the Commonwealth and how useless we are. No, I'm just thinking yeah. of how easy it is for us to hide and just duck under stuff. Yeah. We represent <laughs> the Fear the Walking Dead kids. Like we are, we could play we as be doubles the entertainment. for the children, basically. <laughs> um, I, w- I wear like kid shoes, so yeah, that would work. Yeah, yeah. You I'd could just pretend that. to be a kid forever, yeah, and then I mean, you'd don't... be safe. I think we you all know, kind of do. People think I'm like we? ten years younger than I actually am. <laughs> Like I posted a picture on um on Instagram of me and both Henrys, and some guy was like, "Oh, you he said something." He's like, "Wait, how old are you?" And I told him, "He's like, I thought you were like 20." You do look. You see, I, I you do look younger than us. I'll say that much. I do feel like because I know Carol, you know, so I know how old she is. But uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, like the rest of you, uh, you guys look like babies. I don't know how old you are. Like, I'll PM you. Okay. No, I don't care. I'm going to be 30 this month. I was going to say you, you look 10 years younger than us. No, I'll be 31 at the end of the month. That's my, nothing. My birthday's on Thursday. How old do you think I am? I'm not even going to. Wait, how old do I think you are? Yeah. Okay, I don't know your age. So I well, the fact that you told me you have a kid. <laughs> So I honestly thought you were like like late twenties. I'm gonna sip this well, tea thank here. You. I'll be thirty five <laughs> on Thursday. Wouldn't have guessed. Thirty five. That was yeah. not my guess. Happy early birthday! Young. Happy birthday! And that's still super young. Baby, she's a baby. I'm like forty. Shut yeah, the front door. We're forty. Yeah, I'm, I'm not that this far behind. <laughs> <laughs> this looks forty. We're all like Carol. No way. <laughs> <laughs> This is this is exactly what you think a forty year old will look like. Maybe even worse. I look like I'm fifty. <laughs> like, no. You know what though? If I shave, it's like ten years. Honestly. So just ten, shave. ten years in sunglasses. Then it's what? like five more years. <laughs> you don't see the truth. Don't worry, like, Dad. Also, the microphone kind of hides it. So yeah. Like when you talk like this, you're fine. Yeah. Hey guys, what's up? Podcast is. Yeah, actually, you do kind of see that. Keep it like this the whole time. Yeah. So that's that's how it all starts. Um, okay, so we're talking about like okay, Althea. Basically, in this episode, you have two people. Like, talk about age and how you live your life. You have two people that are willing to die for their cause. Clearly, it's exam. Like you see Althea going for the bag in the car and almost killing herself with the walker, and you have Isabel who's willing to die for her. You know the future and those principles, like killing her friend. You know, as much as she tried to kind of break protocol, you know, she still ended up shooting him and throwing his key away because she hated herself for doing it, probably. But like, who actually won in this scenario? Like, somebody had to win in this conflict, and I'm not, or, or I don't know. What do you think? What do you think was the resolve? Of this kind of like, this kind of like ideal, uh, ideological conflict between yeah. Althea and Isabel. Between Althea's truth, or you know, her 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 dedication to truth and, and the story, or Isabel's fight for the future. I mean, if you had to kind of break it down, point in a point system, like in a in a boxing fight, who won this round by uh, by judge? That's that's hard to compare the 
to, I think, yeah. and especially considering it's coming from both of their own perspectives. I think they both are think that their idea, their mission is the most important thing. I don't, I, I mean, I think they're both right because that's what they believe and that's how they survive and it's working. I feel like they both walked away like hopeful, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So it's like they both walked away kind of like uplifted, like kind of feeling like, you know, they, they saw like a better future. Like they both kind of went. I liked when they kind of like, you know, after they embraced and they kind of like walked away and they kind of parted ways. One goes to the left, one goes to the right. That was a great shot. That was mm-hmm. a very good shot. Like that was a very good shot. It tells you everything you, you need to know. Mm-hmm. Like how sudden and how heartbreaking that moment is. Like it's like this weird where we have to we have to do this and we have to like a, like ripping a bandaid off. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And kind of, but they kind of walk away with that fleeting moment of like hope and happiness. Like, I mean, it's so hard to find happiness in like this this universe. So to have that moment, even if yeah. it's just a moment, We've and then Al's face right after that too, where she's just like. And then she opens she up. She just looks happy. Which I she just posted. Happy for a minute. I posted just before the show, by the way. Yeah. That you look know? on her face after all that goes yeah. down. And she's just like. I smiled when I saw that. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did too. I'm like, yeah. oh, you know, all this horribleness. And like mm-hmm. for a moment, there was yeah. hope. Yeah. yeah. I think the hope is what caused Al to open up. Yep. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. So, by the way, it, it does kind of follow my swan song theory. Like choosing to be a part of the world instead of outside it. She gives her the tape to give to the future so Mm -hmm. the story could be told in her absence. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like, I feel like there's a, a moment where Al, Al gives her the story so that she so that it relieves her burden. Like, because that's that's what she's been doing the entire time. She's been staying in this stuck in this mode for so long. And, and she's been perpetuating this kind of like, you know, if I can't, I couldn't have said bye to my brother. Well, I'm going to continue living for the story and getting other people's stories and making things matter, you know, and building this thing because it was is from that moment on. And then we've got to tell the story from that moment on. See what 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 the the effect is from that one moment in bog seven and then how that translates to everybody else's ruined lives and then but like giving her that bog seven is like here take this Mm-hmm. This is this is my burden. I'm I'm gonna lay it down because, like mm-hmm. she says, you know, I, I I can live, I can die knowing that you know I went beyond the story. Like I I, I you know I live for something other than the story. Mm-hmm. I felt like I was in church just then. When you're like, this is the like. I felt like I was getting communion. Here's the wine of the sacrament. <laughs> here's the, <laughs> body, here's of the blo- the body of Christ. Here's the, <sighs> here's the blood of Christ right here. It's clear. What? It's crystal. It's crystal thing. Jesus. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> I Sorry, was, I was at the really at, at the end there. Well, first when Althea asked her, you know, like, you're going to have to kill me, right? She yeah. was like, oh, yeah, sorry. And mm. then at the end, when she's actually got her gun to her, like, I like everything in me thought we were losing Althea because me too. I did. I she did. Killed her, she killed her friend. Yeah. That yeah. was way harder than killing a stranger. So yeah. I would. What do you why do you think she stopped? Why uh, didn't she kill Althea? On the rewatch, I, I noticed some things and I was going to bring them up throughout. But it was like. Is it just because she likes her or See, that's the thing that's what i wanted to know because like was it that early on because there are some signs that like i need your help you know and so was it mm. was it just because she needed her help or was it because she just killed her friend and she just like needed to feel alive feel like she could have something for now just like her friend with the cabin okay. do you know what okay. i mean like because mm-hmm. I, I really genuinely want to know like i yeah. kind of want the consensus of like like why does it isabel kind of 
Althea, Althea does something when, when Isabel finally finds the tape, right? In the bag, at the bottom of the bag, she cuts it open, and et cetera, right? And mm-hmm. Al just shuts down because it rocks her fucking world. Mm-hmm. You know, like she's never showed anybody the tape. She has complete control over her destiny, her, her raison d'etre, as they say, like her reason for being. She controls how much people see of her. Well, yeah, yeah. As long as she has that tape hidden away in a lockbox in the MRAP, usually. But yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, like her, that's her reason for being. That's her, the reason why she operates the way she does in the world. It's like it's like taking uh, June away from John uh, when he was trying mm-hmm. to hot pursuit her. You mm-hmm. know, like that was his thing. Without that, because I was I even wrote notes like it's like when John was stranded was stranded with Strand in, <laughs> in, in, in like the middle of that. Um, ranger station right Mm -hmm. it's like you see him suddenly wither away and so like and so Mm. i'm just thinking like like when even like when the gun is at her head and isabel takes away althea's purpose like she she starts like and this is like way before the gun scene sorry like when she's at the top of the mountain there's something that she says like like this world is so ugly you know like she's she's feeling that little bit of vulnerability after like finally telling her about the story but then like you know then she's looking at the stars and she's finally noticing how beautiful they are like this weird like like you're starting to see al kind of be a part of this world Mm -hmm. you know for the first time she literally was stuck in the past like isabel said but like in more ways than she knew i feel like like whatever guard althea did have up the second that bag was ripped open it was ripped out of her hands like that guard was gone she knew she was never going to get it back so she kind of had no choice but to acclimate to the new way she was going to be i guess the new world that came out really bad it's not i understand i get that yeah Yeah. but it kind of also like here's the other question then like because i even wrote this down is like why does althea not put up a fight with isabel when it comes time for her to be put down like Althea could have tried to take her out. There was like a moment. Guard was gone. She her, had nothing. Because Isabel's guard was down. She could have been like, "Fuck this! I'm I'm going bananas." But maybe it was too late. Maybe her telling her the story was already too late. Maybe she she had already given up on it. She was like, "Maybe it was it was it was already out of my hands the moment I told you." Mm. You know what I mean? Like maybe having told you, it's like I already know that. I, I may not even live past this moment. So like me telling you this means that you're part of this. And so I'm giving this to you. Mm-hmm. You know, you have the, the means for, for me to keep this thing in the future, like to give this to the people that matter. And, and that here's another question then, I guess. Like, do you think, because she does, Isabel does have the tape by the end of it. Right. When she takes it back with her. I'm thinking this. What well, if? She burned it. No. Oh, she burned the, the one of the CRM maps. Oh, yes. Oh, sorry. So she, yeah, which is the whole reason why she, she she kept her alive hypothetically but um yeah. um but uh i'm thinking this i'm thinking do you think that tape may have more significance to the walking dead universe knowing how things go down do you think it might even be the key to the commonwealth's demise knowing how they may have gotten everything together mm-hmm. you I know what i mean surprised. like what if the national guard or the army won out and what was birthed from that the control was mm-hmm. the commonwealth mm. i mean could this mean much more than we even think it means if althea filmed all that though she would not only would she have that on tape she would have that knowledge too yeah she would well, know don't you think she would recognize well i'm not no i'm sure they would have changed uniforms and stuff that's true so she would at oh, least yeah. know that somebody took control well new uni- she would know who won obviously no uniform well do you think so though like do you think she knows maybe the origins but maybe she ultimately doesn't know what ended up happening afterwards like who won out really right maybe she got yeah. the she got the f out before anything really could happen to her yeah because like it's like even isabel saying it was dangerous <laughs> whatever you did was dangerous well how did you do that you know yeah um but how did you feel like here's the thing so 
I'll admit, like when I saw this, like because you're in this tense moment, Althea's face is right to the camera. There's like a solid five to seven seconds. Yeah. And then like Isabel's like shouts out, I want you to live. And I got to tell you, like I watched it two times. You know, I watched the original time, like I think Friday night. And then I watched it again Sunday night. And both times, like my stomach was in my throat. I was like about to fucking burst out into tears. I swear to God. Mm. It just gets you out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And um, like what was going on in your mind? Like when you first heard that? Like it's the it is the line. The line is what gets you. Like I had a the, lump in my throat. Yeah, the line just gets you. And then you're I the, screamed the moment later when that happened. I gotta say, you're the prettiest thing I've seen since the end of everything. And like I'm like, holy shit, that is. I was that is, I was floored. I was shocked. Yeah. That was magic. That was like whoa. Was like, Unexpected. Gosh. You should see her after a shower. <laughs> <laughs> And the moment's gone. (laughs) (laughs) The part of Dave will be played by Rachel today. (laughs) I can't wait to do episode notes because that was was Uh, perfect. (laughs) I think we found the top moment of the episode tonight. (laughs) That's going in the clip right there. how much editing you have to do with this episode well that's the end of this episode <laughs> it's the end of everything right? the end of everything we do bar mitzvahs <laughs> anyway yeah there goes my lungs um yeah. i was surprised i did, did not expect that yeah i don't think al did either yeah. or did you but there was a look on her face when she's facing the camera and she said, I want you to live, like she kind of like almost as if she knew maybe she did have an inkling that there was something there. Yeah. And I think there was a moment actually that I was thinking of when she finds the tape and, and Al shuts down, stops Mm -hmm, asking, mm -hmm. answering questions, just like Isabel wasn't answering hers. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. Like part of me was thinking, do you guys think that maybe this is also kind of a tactic? Like if I shut down, maybe she'll start talking more. And it's true. Isabel starts to talk more. It worked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Or, or was this Al genuinely shutting down? I, I mean, I think you could say both, but yeah. it's just something to notice, no. too. No. Yeah. yeah. Felicia Ray's even saying Al acknowledges the story's bigger than she is. Um, <laughs> Miss Miss Mazel's saying, I don't think it's over with Althea and Jadis lookalike. <laughs> Jadis lookalike? <laughs> and then, yeah. I did see a meme with Jadis and Sidney Lamb and uh, Isabel in, in the same photo comparing the haircuts. <laughs> <laughs> like Jadis V1. Yeah, but at least those horrible bang sentences. Yeah. Like yeah. You have to, you know, at least be appreciative of that. Yeah. And Isabel, yeah. Isabel acknowledges the story got bigger than her humanity. So, like, they're both acknowledging that, you know, <laughs> is it worth holding on to for even just a second, you know? Yeah. Just acknowledge something Isabel in here now. Isabel, I'm thinking of Jadis. Yeah. Oh, man. Um. So, that is the question of the day. Um. Will we see Isabel again? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, in general? That or was way too quick, and I only. love it. <laughs> well, they, they told us her name. Of course, we're going to see her again. Yeah. yeah. She has well, a name. She wasn't a typical red shirt. Yeah, but oh, well, the thing no. is, though. Will we see her again in Fear the Walking Dead or will we see her in the movies? That's the, that that's more of what I was looking for, actually. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. We may we'll not even see her in the see movies. definitely see her in the movies. We will definitely see her there. Um, Maybe both. That's kind of what I'm thinking a little bit. Like one but, more time on the show mm-hmm. than think, the movies? Huh? I mean, is it, well, so, I guess it depends on if, if, if the the water purifier was the thing they were looking for, <laughs> but right? But then again, look at Alex from the webisodes. We saw her once, twice in season two, and then we haven't seen her in three seasons. Mm-hmm. That's also a good point. Well... Oh, well, then I guess it, the question is, will we see her again this season of Fear the Walking Dead? That's, that's more these, what I'm asking. Yeah. Maybe in the finale, maybe. I think that she's going to mm-hmm. come back. She's going to reappear again. 
I think so. I in front admit, of the group because Al didn't let on that she saw her. Right. Exactly. And just stir up a whole ton of controversy. Well, that's another question. Do you think Al will crack at all? No. No. I don't well, think even so. If, even if they come together, like, let's say Isabel has a group with her and Al's with our group and we somehow cross paths and these two see each other again. That is when I think they'll crack. Yeah. Well, I, I think the know. cat's out of the bag like, hey, guys, look who I saw. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, the cat's yeah, kind of out of the bag at this point. Yeah. Yeah, but one on one, I will not tell anybody. No, no, not not unless she has a reason to. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Felicia's okay. saying that like yeah. not until the movies. By the way, yeah, mm. I, I'm yeah. I'm really caught. Yeah. I have no read on on whether that's going to happen I, because if you give her a credit, then yeah. you feel like she's going to show up again, right? But right. well, I, yeah, I, I feel how, like a character like that we're going to need to see again so that we remember her from the movie in the movies. Yeah, perhaps. I, yeah, and I think you're right. You need a little bit more exposure. But, like, that's mm-hmm. that's what gets me a little exciting, too. Exciting? Excited. Um, <laughs> because... Use your words. If they do show her again this season, well, then I'm excited about how they get to do that. Like, mm-hmm. how, how they pull this mysterious character and this mysterious organization back into the fore. Mm-hmm. And then uh, this kind of bring goes back to some of the questions we had in previous episodes, which is, who's the big bad? Because we said yeah, it was CRM in the last episode, and it's clearly not. Well, yeah. not clearly not. I mean, it's still, it still could be. Like, everything's unclear. Like, yeah. Which I like. I think that's really cool. I think it's to keep you guessing in such a way where, like, after 10 years, everything more or less feels like it could be it's predictable, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, to keep you guessing and on your toes, I'll have to admit, I'm giving it to fear on this one. It's not as predictable as it feels. No. Like, we're, like I think they were trying to do that last year, by the way. And, and then it kind of just fell off mm. like more along the lines of like the stadium and what it meant to keep in losing Madison I yeah. think they kind of they had me for the first half and then yeah. there were some really good post episodes like post um, mid-season episodes there were moments right right but like something just fell off and her name is Martha but, they, but there's other things too obviously <laughs> Go so with Dave, Martha. let me ask you you know how you and I keep kept going back and forth with the whole element of surprise mm. what do you think that they what are your thoughts on how they kind of are giving us the element of surprise by not knowing who the big bad is yeah that's that's exactly what I'm saying man it's like it's 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 cloaked in mystery because again like I know ever since we talked about Grace possibly being a bad guy it's kind of it well it brings me to sneak peeks because mm. we got a little bit of sneak peek at the end of the episode but there was an amc.com sneak peek um but let's start with the little stuff like morgan addresses the kids about finding a way out probably to get towards the mill i would have to assume we don't know but i'm assuming dwight is going to be taking care of the kids while the the grown-ups are out to play that's going to be fun to watch (laughs) they're going to tie him up and he's going to be screwed (laughs) can you imagine they're going to make fun of his scar hey mister Poke, poke, poke. Yeah. I'm not touching you. <laughs> you better not. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, so there's, but there's this one scene, this is kind of like, hmm, I guess it's, it may not be over with the kids, is that uh, like Dylan's on the radio and Annie's saying like, who are you talking to? And he's like, don't worry, they're far enough away. I'm like, wait, what? I thought they were like down with the grownups now, with the hip grownups dancing I mean, like grownups. Nothing. <sighs> it's killing me, man. Mm. I mean, only a cer- isn't there like only a certain radius that radios can hit? That radio? That um, like a, like a certain a distance? Well, yeah. He's, he's next to the, the to the that broadcast oh, radio the tower, in the yeah. in the in the truck stop. So he has the best radio. So maybe he's yeah. at the at an at a vantage point where he can hear more than everybody else can. Mm. Well, the maybe. reason I the reason I said that is because I know I keep going back to this season two. But look what happened with Alicia in the radio. She thought oh, cool. so so you know yeah. so they were far enough away and. 
they took the Abigail hostage. So mm-hmm. how, just how far are these people away that he's talking to on the radio? These people, yeah. I mean, and who was he talking to? Oh, uh, well, exactly. Yeah. Who was he talking to? What if they, he's talking to the guy that we, well, whatever his name was, Logan, that we saw in Logan. Yeah. Right. In the first episode. That's kind of what I was thinking as well. Like, mm-hmm. are, are they like trying to negotiate? Like, are they trying to go through like, uh, do like a Priceline thing where they're switching back and forth between Priceline and Expedia mm-hmm. and seeing who has the better price? <laughs> Kids of the internet. <laughs> slash apocalypse it's all about the money isn't it well so the bigger sneak peek is um you do see morgan go through the barricades into the top the radioactive area he runs in um and the bigger sneak peek is that you see morgan radio grace and she's like you're gonna love the people we just met you know things like that and and um yeah i found you know like found some people you'd be interested in that's what he said and then you see her from her end she's in the car she's in the full radioactive gear and she's just like she just turns off the radio not it doesn't look like suspicious or anything like she's not not making a face but she's looking out into the dashboard kind of like from the side like this she looks down at the radio and just starts turning it off slowly and then she t- she goes and she steps out of the car and she goes through the barricades herself hmm. like she's hiding from someone almost or maybe hiding from herself like after an after an episode like this one where you see where you finally get al to become part of the story you know are we reaching a point where grace is stuck like not quite Morgan stuck, but more like Althea stuck, you know, mm. does she feel respect? Cause you do get a sense that she feels responsible and she's making meaning of her life before she dies. But maybe that's not enough. Mm. Like another one of those things that I, that I thought of, like, and I wrote this big note on this, on this episode was that you get this repeating theme of opening the door to possibility. Like that big speech that Morgan gives to Alicia is that you see Althea opening the door to possibility. And then, you know, obviously there, there's a risk or there's a, there's a payment to that. And that's her telling, her truth finally but then she gets rewarded with this like kind of love this 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 pure kind of love and then and then she tells everybody her last name by the end of the episode she's telling morgan yeah. and alicia and let, and let me pronounce this so i can butcher this later but it's althea um sevchek piris wait piris Pergaki. yeah that's how she says it but i actually plugged it into google translate and it's i pr- went to high school with someone with that last name prizigotsky <laughs> Przygotski. That's how you're supposed to say it. Yeah. Sevchev. From the motherland. I would just be like, yeah, that name. Yeah. 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 We we were watching that with the subtitles on, and I was like, holy crap! Like the whole alphabet just flashed up on my. No, there's no vowels. (laughs) No. All S's and Z's and Y's and X's. There's literally just an E and an O, and well, there's an I at the end. Yeah. yeah. Sevchek Przygotski. Przygotski. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. And that's going to be the hashtag for every time I mention Althea. I think we should take a drink every time you butcher the name. By the way, if you look at that hashtag, there's only one photo. Ours. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Althea. And I'll spell it for you so you can look it up yourselves. It's Althea. S Z E W C Z C Z Y K P R Y Z Y G O C K I. Time God. for bed. What's more with feeling? <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah. So I I think we got everything here. I mean, I kind of wanna. I wanted to do more, but I, and I did mention that um, the one thing that you do see in the little connect connective tissue between last issue and this issue was. Do you remember how Max and Annie, or it was the issue? Be, oops, issue. It was the episode beforehand where Max and Annie were hiding out from the that soldier mm-hmm. who happens to be Isabel. Mm-hmm. You thought that they had he- that the soldier had heard her, but it turns out that the soldier did not hear her at all. He just no. moved mm-hmm. like Darth Vader or like a robot. 
That's Isabella in a nutshell. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of a relief. What'd you think of her weapon? Oh, so I awesome. know. That thing was so bad. I want those. So my weapon. It was a gun to boot, <laughs> by the way. Awesome. The pitchfork on the end. That was awesome. Yeah. That is like perfect because you don't have to worry about getting too close because you're right. It's, excuse me. It's the apple picker. It's the apple picker gun. That's, oh, I thought yeah. we decided on this. <laughs> It looks like one of those apple picking baskets, you know, okay. to get at the no, top. I like the pitchfork idea better. Yes, it is a pitchfork. Yes, I know. But it's funnier when you say apple picker because then it's a head in a basket, the you know, <laughs> like a head on a pike. Yes, yeah. exactly. But then those bring up bad memories. And Clout, Clout Henry knows what I mean. She, she's on the stream right now. <laughs> Sorry, Clout Henry. Which, by the way, going back to FanFest New Jersey, I'm shouting out Mini Carl Walking Dead. Oh, my God. I finally got to meet Mini Carl. Yeah. Mini Carl Walking Dead does this really good Henry on a Pike uh, cosplay. It's literally him, a backdrop with a hole cut in the middle of a sky. Yes. And he, he just carries a stick and it's in front of his neck. And that's just, it's Tim. And Look it up. It's hilarious. Of Cassidy awesome. McClancy meeting Mini Carl. Oh, that was, that that was, was the best. That was hilarious. Because I've seen him meet other people, like including... Um, he met uh, Henry. Yes, of course. And yeah. which that was the first one I saw of him doing that cosplay. Same, yeah. Uh, and but like meeting Cassidy McClincy and knowing her energy, it was bananas. Oh my god, she I don't know how she stays so hyper, but she Seriously. is literally the sweetest girl you will ever meet. I would say I something, but it's Atlanta, I will pay the money to meet her again. Yeah, oh, she's she worth was, every penny. Yeah. Every she was penny. in Chicago, but I didn't, I didn't, I didn't get to meet her. You I gave Ryan Hurst all my money. <laughs> um, I did say I don't know who here is a fan like, of uh, Aaron, but oh. when I talked to him, oh. I was like, oh, I, I was like, I, I told him I was going to go to Atlanta, and he's like, oh, he's like, I'm pretty sure I'm going to go. So it hasn't oh, been announced no. that he's going. Okay, but I think he is kind of. You can tell he wants to go, so I think he's just oh. waiting. Like you should tell confirmation. Him, do, do it, do it, mm-hmm. just do it, do it. <laughs> By the way, Felicia Wright saying, "Look up Michael Rooker on his Instagram today." I guess it might have something to do with yeah, meeting Minnie Carl, Walking Dead. Yes, oh, oh I cool. saw that today. Yeah. Cool. I, okay, seeing those two worlds collide, I could see him going bananas over this meetup. Because Michael Rooker is not a normal person, kind of like Cassie no. McClancy though. <laughs> I saw his panel, and he tried to ride a bike off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> or on the seat. I know he wrote it on the stage, but I don't know if he tried to write it off or not. Did but. he sustain massive injuries? From what I saw, no. Guys. But you could hear him from across the room. Hey guys, I'm riding a bike. <laughs> <laughs> it's going down. <laughs> oh man, I could just see it in my head. It's terrible. I, um, I know we're leading up to the mid-season finale, and I had asked Jenna Elfman. I was like, "Am I going to need tissues?" And oh. she, she would not answer me. So I was like, "I'm going to keep it as a yes." <sighs> Damn it. That's, but that's like the worst. You really shouldn't have asked that question because it's like, what if it isn't? Right. She's good. Well, even Could if it's happy, happy tears too. Exactly. So whether yeah. it's happy or sad, I'm going to need tissues because I cry at the drop of hat. I cry <sighs> more at happy things than I do sad. Me too. Especially I cry in, this in happy songs. Like that's how bad yeah. I am. Noted. Usually the <laughs> things that make me sad make me laugh. Mm, oh my god scary. I, I don't know if I've said I this scream like the I, don't, I don't know if I said this on the podcast before but I I, I what, you know Russell Crowe's gra- gladiator I could say that in yes. English again yeah yeah I saw I saw it in theaters and like when the when I saw the first slaughter I laughed out loud for some reason <laughs> I probably I think I, I did probably would have too I was howling now not that it was funny but it was just like yeah like holy shit this guy's head flew off now if I see people get hurt I laugh and then Me I too. ask if they're okay like no that's I don't laugh oh, at people 
people's misery, life. but like just something about movie gore or like not movie gore, but it's like, like just, just like when, go, when these kinds of scenes take themselves seriously, there's just something like, it's like monster. <laughs> it's like something a guy has where it's like monster trucks and mayhem. They just, <laughs> it just bubbles out of me. I just start laughing hysterically. I think we need to do a reaction video of watching a, hor- a really bad horror movie and just have four, you know, four different reactions. Going. Yeah. Like literally we'll have four yeah. different in- close up cameras and I'll be just be like, <laughs> You would yeah. You would not be able to tell what movie I'm watching just based on the reaction because I would laugh at all the inappropriate times. Oh my god! Yeah. I, I just had a bad thought. Like if I do this project with my mom, watching the first first season, first oh, episode right. of The Walking Dead, I yeah. will be in I will be in tears laughing at my mom's horror. <laughs> you gotta record it. Yeah, I feel bad for her, and I think she's still gotta. watching the Facebook stream. And I'm sorry, Aww. mom. But oh, hi, mom. Hi, I'm mom. so sorry, mom. <laughs> This is gonna happen. We're gonna watch the first season, first episode of Walking Dead, and Gotta I mean, if you, if you love me and you're supporting me right now, obviously. <laughs> I kind of wanted to always do like a reaction video for like my YouTube. Definitely think you should do that. And your mom always yeah. didn't your mom say something about being on Squawking Dead or something like that, like you being on Squawking Dead or something. Wait, my mom? Yeah, wasn't it? Like you said something last week about that. She thinks it's cool, but she would never watch it because she doesn't know anything about a Walking Dead. Well, I she mean, just knows I'm I'm obsessed with it. I think I think we should make all of our moms do that. I mean, assuming you have um, moms. Oh, my mom would <laughs> never do it. She like. She, I, I have to like get her like Sunday nights. Like I watch Walking Dead religiously, like live, like fear. Sometimes like I'll watch afterwards or whatever, like on my phone or iPad, whatever. But Walking Dead, I have to watch when it happens. So it's like I tell like my mom, like take care of the kids. I'm gonna go into the bedroom. <laughs> We're gonna close the door. They're your I'm responsibility. Not, I'm not coming out until like it's over. So like my mom like tells my kids it's like okay well mommy's gonna go watch her monster show now so <laughs> yeah that's right that's what she says scare the kids <laughs> no. oh, meanwhile Rachel's got her kid watching Freddy you know uh, Jason yeah. movies yeah to be fair Silas isn't scared by Walking Dead he just thinks it's boring like, but your kids insane. your kids are much older though right Rachel uh, my son's nine nine okay yeah. you have only one kid. Yep, just what? one boy. Why? No, I'm kidding. Because <laughs> no, that's I just, enough. I just I'm remember done. that that he was older than Carol's kids. So, like, because your your oldest is seven. What's Who it? me? Yeah. Or is it, no, is it Natalie just Natalie just turned five. Just five and Lucas five. will be four. So okay. toddlers. Yeah, my little kid in the corner here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Here's my little kid. It's, he's always beautiful, right? He looks like uh, Iron, he looks like Iron Man. It's great. Welcome. <laughs> Oh, he's so cute. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so yeah, I guess I guess we're done with this episode with the with the vape. <laughs> On um, that note, well, yeah. there was one there was one thing I wanted to to talk about before we go. Oh, that's right. The, <laughs> Thanks mountain, for reminding us. The mountain climbing scene. Oh, that was so. Did weird. I I I feel like I missed a little bit, or maybe I was seeing things that weren't really there. That's entirely the whole, possible. The, it, 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 it absolutely is. The whole scenario where, you know, Isabel was over here by the walker and then Althea, she wanted to move with Althea, but she had this weird look on her face like it was a setup. And I kept waiting for something bad to happen. And then she fell. And I'm like, you, and then they, but then they were hooked in, like she hooked in and then she didn't fall all the way. And, and it just happened very quickly. And, and then I wanted to. repeating, you fall, I fall. Right. Yeah. Fall the but then she fall. fell and neither yeah. one of them fell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
Well, no, what you're supposed to do, I, I don't know if that, and that's interesting that you bring that up because like not a lot of people know that when you, if you, when you go tandem climbing and if one person falls off and it's the bottom one, then, you know, you're kind of supposed to cut the other person loose. Literally, that's like mm. protocol. say at one point, cut See, me loose. Althea breaks protocol. You know, mm-hmm. that's what you're supposed to do to survive. Otherwise, yeah, the weight would have held her up alone. I mean, you're both so supposed to So why did be- they need to switch places? I, did they switch places? Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Yes. Um, Althea was supposed to come over and help her with uh, hooking in, I think it was. Because, well, see, that's the thing that shows how badass Althea is because she kind of did it all herself. Like where where um, Isabel fell, you know, Althea, because she was supposed to take the walker out because they want to hook into that one. The whole thing was they were supposed to hook into where that guy was, that walker was hooked in because it's a secure okay. kind of waypoint. That was the goal. That was the goal ultimately. Okay. And Sydney couldn't hack it, you know? Or mm. sorry, Isabel. I keep calling her Sydney. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So she says this like okay. at a specific point. She's like, I need you to, I need your help, you know, getting. She couldn't reach it or something? Or, or I need you to get closer because, you know, to kind of help her reach it or help her get to that point. Yeah. But then when she, when she ultimately falls, we see a wide angle there and I'll think is right next to the walker and now Isabel's way over where Althea was yeah. and then she falls yeah I didn't 100% that well, confused me no that kind of makes sense because um, depending on because okay they weren't quite hooked in at the top uh, Althea yeah they were hooked in right at the point just below the walker so mm-hmm. technically Althea could have still stayed up mm-hmm. yeah she did fall a little bit okay because so, there's two hook ins there's not just one I don't know if you well, noticed there, it that. looked like there were multiple Isabel was you know sticking them up all the you know mm-hmm. the whole way up there and then she had something drilled in the side and then she stuck the little thing in and clipped it and I'm not a mountain climber obviously um, but yeah I just the whole thing was very confusing to me and then I thought did I look away for a half a second and miss something or it just yeah, wasn't adding up yeah because mm-hmm. I think I think what it was is and you know what maybe you're right maybe I don't really know how they got hooked up because I did see one frame they the rope was kind of taut between them like super taut and mm-hmm. then you know obviously out these coming over but did they hook in their the rope that's in between them to the to the notch below them and then um isabel hooks up it hooks another hook at the top and then if she falls obviously althea has is weighed down by both the hook on top which is connected to to isabel at the bottom but she's also Mm -hmm. hooked into um the one above her as well so i can Mm -hmm. see a situation where okay i guess althea would would be carrying the both the weight of them both well then (laughs) i think i guess we kind of sort of figure that out there's two hook ins and obviously it's like i need to rewatch that scene now yeah you'll you'll see it You'll see it because because at that final scene where she's kind of taking out that walker, the rope is really taut, um, like underneath her where Sydney's uh, Isabel's dangling. So Mm. you'll see that. Yeah, I think I think with that, I think we'll we'll just call it a week Um, and I'll try to get the audio podcast to you guys by Wednesday and get some clips on you on you. Yeah, I'm going to get some clips on you on Thursday and Friday. One of them being uh, (laughs) our ruined (laughs) special moment Um, (laughs) where we're like about to cry. And then not Dave says something funny. <laughs> yeah. That's how I keep myself from crying. Cut a joke. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, you and me are on the same page. <laughs> if, if you didn't do it, somebody would have. And it would have been me. <laughs> so. Um, glad, I, glad I could shoulder that burden for you. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs> well, that, that about does it, folks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, no, I can wait. Last minute, I do kind of have a thumb. Yes. Not so much about this episode, yes. but we only have three more episodes. Well, including the mid-season finale that I consider that the third episode. We only have three episodes until the end of the first half. Yeah. They got to start Six, putting seven, some stuff eight. together. 
You know, somebody else said that no. during the stream. They uh, actually Sharon from uh, Sharon from Australia, not Nisa from Brazil, said uh, <laughs> <laughs> said something about like she's the one who said the episode was boring. She said they they better start kicking it to high gear. I feel yeah. like the next episode is going to be something of a people zooming across different parts. Like it's not climbing a rock wall, a cliff face. You know what I mean? Yeah. And no, having... but because in the next episode you have so many elements of play. Yeah, and that's those are usually the episodes where something happens. I will be really disappointed if we don't get a big bad for the season. I think I just blew Dave's I, mind. I, I count on that. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Maybe. I, I kind of like that we don't have a big bad, because, me too. but I'm not used to have not having a big bad, and it's throwing me off. Yeah, you can't just stick in a Martha somewhere. <laughs> oh, I never want to see another Martha. Ever. Oh, no. no. So maybe they're just like, okay, we're not so good at the big bads. Martha was a flop. Let's just try a season without. <laughs> yeah, like... Well, Actually, okay, wait. I kind I of can't blame thought. them for doing that, by the way. If you think about it, the yeah. world and the environment is kind of the big bad with the radioactive. That's oh, okay. that's a really good way of looking at that. Because hmm. they're because yeah. this season they're trying to rebuild and help people, so you can only go so far in helping without the world kind of kicking your ass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. That's I think that that's legitimate too. Because like we don't know the status of the nuclear reactor either, yeah. right? And yeah. they teased you know nuclear from you know nuclear waste and all that from the get go. So wouldn't be surprised if you know. I still yeah. would like to see us you know defeat someone. I agree 100%. at the end of the season. Yeah, hundred percent agree. Well, I I think it's going to be Logan, and I think it's going to be really funny. Oh, I hope it's really him. funny because I'm. I'm super sad though, because I really like him. Well, I mean, I don't like think 14. it has to be bad. Like, I don't think it has to be murder. Like, <laughs> here, let me show you another way, Logan. <laughs> like, take my hand, and then they'll start singing a song because of the movies, the movie list. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is just break into song. Can you imagine? Could you imagine them jumping a the shark episode. with a musical ending? Oh God. Like, I love the 40-year-one-year-old virgin. Or the 40-year-old virgin, sorry. Oh, my God. It's the age of Aquarius. Anyway, it's that kind of night. That would have to be, that would have to be the last episode ever. Ever. Of everything. 100%. No movie. It hasn't been renewed yet, technically. So. Could you imagine them canceling the movie deal just based on that scene alone? No movie. Musical. <laughs> like, guys, the spinoff is really just because fear is gone because we're ending with the musical. I think that's yes. that's the point at which you can absolutely hate. Well, actually, hold on. You can hate and absolutely kind of admire Scott M. Gimple for making that move <laughs> as, head, <laughs> as head of content. Like, like on the one hand, what? And at the, on the other hand, not. Well played. Well played, Scott Gimple. Well played. <laughs> Good job. The king of the trolls, I bow to you. <laughs> and with that... <laughs> I'm really going to end the episode now. Oh, man. My microphone won't stand up. Like, stop hitting it. Stop abusing it. And with that... It's just flopping over. Keep my comments to myself. That's what she said. No, I, I'll do it for you. <laughs> Thank you. It just keeps flopping over. Um, yes, we're going to the Commonwealth. No, I mean, we might not. We'll see. But um, we'll be seeing you next Sunday night, hopefully, right after the episode. We're going to broadcast live right after Fear the Walking Dead again. We're going to get back on track and do, do our justice. Now, while I still got you, hopefully, if you're on the YouTubes or the Facebooks, give us a like. Leave comments and stuff. Comment to other people's comments. Let's have a conversation. Second, Stitcher. Google po- No, Stitcher and Apple Podcasts. Leave us a review. Do us a favor. <laughs> give us some visibility. God bless you. That's you. Whatever that was. <laughs> and you and you and you. Bless <laughs> you, husband. Everyone, everyone says God bless you. <laughs> they said God and, bless you. And, and with that, 
we'll see you next week. <laughs> Thanks, Felicia. Thanks, everybody on the chats. I'll see you later. Bye, guys. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>